I am on a run. First run in ages. And I'm running and I'm listening to a podcast. And there's an advert for headphones or website building or another podcast. It doesn't really matter what it is specifically. But it feels like it is overriding in some way. Like it has turned into something other than an advert. The following episode of Randomly Generated Thought. Content. It's sponsored. It's sponsored. Content. Content is sponsored. Content. Automated sponsored content. It is not possible to skip this brandy automated sponsored content. Are you lonely or sad or horny or tired or angry or do you have the overwhelming sense that there is a hole in your life? Do you not know why that hole is there? Do you want to fill it with something? Do you want to plug that gaping, horrible gap or pit in your heart with something? Does existing terrify you? Does the constant terror of being made you want to break down in tears? Would you rather fix that? Would you like a transaction involved? Would you feel safer with a transaction? Money for services. To fill that gap. To fill that pit. That gap. That pit. That stupid pit. Fill it. Well, you can fill that gap now with the It is a Designed to beat your problems away. It's as easy as this, and with the new all for just three dollars. On a subscription basis, three thousand nine hundred ninety-nine for a week, followed by ten percent off for the following week with the special code I'm empty inside, and then the following week, and then the following week. I think it's always there, isn't it? That voice. The monotonous voice of advertising. That's probably not a revelation that commerce is everywhere. But this is what I am thinking about, plodding along, headphones in. I'm also thinking, I didn't pant like this the last time I went for a run. Noticed a bit of extra padding around the midriff recently. Not exactly obvious, but noticeable to me. Any fat is noticeable if squished together between thumb and forefinger. Tired a lot as well. Big old bags under the eyes. General lethargy. Back hurts sometimes, maybe. Could be to do with the way I sit at my desk, you know, like I'm trying to inflict maximum pain on future me. Search the vague symptoms of how I felt online, of course. Tiredness, bags under the eyes, general lethargy, back that slightly hurts, maybe. Press enter. I know not to trust the outcome of these searches outright, but I also think there's the slim possibility that I might have type 2 diabetes. Internet says so. Well, it's that or cancer. And really, there's no in-between. Then I looked up how people live with type 2 diabetes, as if preparing to deal with acceptance already. Yeah, and I'm still not entirely sure what the condition is. Anyway, that's a diversion. 
Running an exercise seemed like a good idea, generally. So I ordered some gear online. Uh, didn't stint on the shorts. Nice material, sporty. Description says something about breathable fabric. Uh, lightweight, sounds good. Ordered some new trainers. Proud of those, actually. Not top of the line, uh, but pretty good. A few lines below the top of the line. They look fast, in that they look like they might make you fast. Psychologically. They are the same colour as a pair of football boots a boy on my team had when I was a teenager. He had these ones with a tracker in the heel that could measure how fast he was. At the time, I thought that was incredibly cool. But then he ran at such a slow pace. Realistically, all it really did was give numerical value to something everyone already knew. Congratulations, this is how slow you are. But that's the thing, isn't it? The system of belief we all have. No one ever fixed themselves without first spending money. Running, I'm suddenly quite aware of all the things that I've bought for the run. The new shoes and the shorts sort of feel like I'm investing in myself. Is that why I got the stuff? Or was I made to do that after seeing a TV advert or a billboard or some athlete wearing them as part of a brand deal? Or was there some article on the science of the material? Was this my decision or something deeper that I wasn't aware of? Mid-run, I'm panting and wheezing away, gasping for air like a goldfish that's been snatched from a bowl and thrown at the wall. And listening to that ad... I feel like I can hear some voice, some body without form, wanting to get inside my mind and stay there. I hear something about some new headphones and I think, yeah, I could do with better headphones. These ones are quite old. I remember reading about this experiment someone did in 1956. The popcorn experiment. A market researcher in America claimed he could influence people's decisions by flashing messages on video briefly. So fast you wouldn't even consciously notice. James Vickery was his name. He did a trial at a cinema. The messages said, eat popcorn, drink Coca-Cola. He said, he increased sales of popcorn by 57.7% and Coca-Cola by 18.1%. His aim, he said, was to make advertising so bare bones you could fit it into the gaps of life, pop it into people's heads while they weren't looking. It would end monstrous advertising budgets and we could all get on with our lives. Better for the customer as well. Advertising would be relegated to tiny moments we wouldn't even remember but there was public outcry it was a shocking concept the idea that you could make people do stuff without them being aware it was brainwashing it was hypnosis they rushed through laws that made sub-second advertising illegal and with that subliminal messaging as vickery saw it didn't become commonplace however it changed how we viewed advertising. It planted a seed of anxiety and fear about what they're really trying to do. 
And you have to ask, to what extent is the idea of subliminal messaging around today? There are so many ways in which we are told about a product or service. Search for something on the internet and you get a string of adverts at the top. Go to any website and you are bombarded with targeted ads aimed at you and what you like. Placed there alongside whatever else you're looking at. People on YouTube and Instagram now even have to tell you that their post is an ad. Ads everywhere, hidden in the corners of everyday life. I saw some statistic that said 60% of adverts on the web aren't even seen. They're so everywhere. Somewhere on the page you don't even bother to look at. And isn't all this the same as hoping someone will behave based on the words flashed up on a screen momentarily? The hope that messages might get through the cracks, weasel their way into your mind. These tactics, this mentality of trying to grab whatever attention we have and plant some emotion about a product, it, it's, it's sort of insidious, isn't it? Put like that. I wonder if we could compound it all, this chatter that exists influencing our decisions. If we could translate all that noise, what would it be saying? That voice. What will you consume? What will make you want? What are you thinking? What is going on in there in that skull of yours? That fragile shell with meat inside it. Do you want sex? Do you want love? Do you want to be seen? Do you want to make a difference? Do you want to be pure? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to go back to the good old days? Got the app to tell me how much I was going to be running. Uh, signed up to other things, of course. Got a meditation app, which is confusing because I thought meditating was just sitting still with your eyes closed. Got a discounted month of that celebrity's fitness app, which I'm now realising I should really make sure I remember to cancel, actually. It's that bloke from the superhero movies. You know, he looks jacked, looks like a... Looks like a sort of statue carved out of solid testosterone. The app shows you the exercises and how you should stretch, you know, what you should stuff in your fat mouth. That's good. Keep doing that. More of that. Good shit. Good shit. Become the best you you can be. It's always trying to fix you, that voice. Or fill a gap or create a gap and then fill it invent the sickness sell the cure i can fix you i can make you feel better i love you i want to help you i love you i get a stitch mid-run think i would really love a pint and a sit down as well and then there's a big wave of doubt that all this stuff that i've bought or downloaded is probably not going to fix me. Yeah. Oh, it's highly probable that I have too many weak spots that need fixing. Yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep 
and they're not all to do with physical fitness, if you can imagine. This sounds a bit like spiralling, but it's actually a very mature moment of self-reflection, I think. And then I think the shoes look a bit silly and I don't really know why I got them. They're not making me run faster or even feel like I'm running faster. I think if they had a tracker in them, like that boy's football boots, they wouldn't be saying anything good. It would just say, seek help immediately or call 999. Look at the label and they're probably made in a sweatshop as well, which is... uh. But the thing I like about running is once you reach a certain point, it's quite good, actually, when you focus on what is central. On your own breath, on your own feet. Not really thinking about anything. Or thinking about everything. You feel like you're moving, even if in the rest of your life, you're not. It's you, the individual. Cause and effect. Moving your legs, doing something of your own volition. A lot of the time, it certainly doesn't feel like we're in control. In the grand scheme of things, that is. The world is so big, you know, so messy. It's liberating to think of one foot in front of the other. It's important to note, I think, that James Vickery, who led that subliminal messaging experiment in 1956, was found out to be a fraud. He made up those stats about people buying popcorn and drinking Coca-Cola. He had no proof. And they say it was just a bid for his failing marketing research company. No one at all has been able to prove his idea actually worked. Leading me to think that maybe that voice, that chatter, is just that and nothing else. Just an indistinct hum. Just in the background. As we all fumble along putting one foot in front of the other. I think our decisions are influenced. Of course I think that. But we have an idea that marketing or advertising or whatever is consuming and all-powerful and beyond us, working away in our minds, even in the tiny recesses, making our decisions for us. But maybe it doesn't have the control over us that we think it does, or maybe it just doesn't work in any way we can comprehend. It might sometimes have a huge influence on our decision, but who's to say we don't easily just ignore it in our day-to-day lives? What do you want? So unpredictable. Changing your mind. Running around worrying about one thing one day and then another thing the next day. So impossible to manage and yet terrified you are being managed. Desperate for love. Desperate to be seen. To be known. Scared. Anxious. Happy. Sad. What are you thinking? You meet bats. We invent stories and myths to make sense of things because the world is utterly confusing. We invent theories and conspiracies and monsters because the alternative is chaos. 
the popcorn experiment informed decades of paranoia about a whole industry. And as a story, it makes sense to us. It finds a reason for why we do unpredictable things. We are made to do them by forces beyond us. But the results were bogus. Even today, companies find it very hard to prove the efficacy of adverts. So where does that leave us? What story should we tell ourselves? That run was about three weeks ago now. Uh, deleted the fitness apps and whatever, and the meditation app. Uh, haven't worn the shoes since. Might go running again at some point. Might sign up to some other fitness thing. Might actually buy the headphones. Might get a bike. I could easily, also, decide not to do any of these things. I do know, at the end of that run, I sat down and opened up a nice cold can of <sighs> That's tropical. It's almost like I'm on a desert island, far away. <laughs> is now available at <laughs> <laughs>